his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. All right. All right. All right. Good Tuesday afternoon. Winds have died down. Oof. Dana and, us, Dana and I were talking about that last hour. Man, it was rough this morning. Somebody on the text line said that 33 is pretty high. If you get up into the 40s and 50s, flights can be canceled. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I, I am not surprised. Uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Famer John Smoltz is aiming to earn a spot on the PGA Tour Ooh! as he competes at the qualifying tournament in Arizona. Uh, Smoltz, an eight-team all-star who enjoyed a 22-year baseball career as part of the 78-man field, vying for a top-five spot at TPC Scottsdale, which would see him win his first Champions Tour card. Admits it's a huge task that lies in front of him. Um, I don't live a false reality, said Smoltz. This sport is really difficult. I'm not trying trying to think that this is something that I could just do for a whole year or not, but it is fun to try. Uh, The 1995 World Series champion finished tied for 14th in the first stage in the PGA Tour Champions Q School in Florida. Yep. Uh, That gained a spot in this week's final stage tournament. I think most baseball players will tell you they can hit a golf ball a very, very long way. I don't know that they all always hit it down the middle. You wouldn't want to be in front of them when they struck it. (laughs) No, no, I would not. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be in front of a golf ball if anybody struck it. Uh, Coming up at 4 o'clock, we are awaiting a news conference out of Arlington, Virginia, where we are... (laughs) Hoping for an update. If you have not seen the video of what happened overnight, it has gone viral. Just Google it. We're going to play a clip for you here. It was a kaboom in Arlington that a neighbor caught on tape because there was a standoff going on across the street from him. Here's a story from CNN. A home exploded in Ar- a home exploded in Arlington, Virginia, Monday night as police were trying to execute a search warrant. You mentioned that sending the building up in flames with a suspect still inside and prompting the evacuation of several several nearby houses. Oh, that's a big-ass boom. There's nothing left. Oh, my God. The home is blown completely to smithereens. It rocketed off the foundation. Two or three stories off the foundation. There's nothing left. Uh, Police are investigating the circumstances of the explosion which tore through the home as law enforcement were trying to make contact with the suspect inside. Authorities believe the man had been firing a flare gun from his home earlier in the day. 
And, and what we have here is some TV reporter yeah. at the scene. Okay, let's listen to this. Huge explosion leveled a home in Arlington, Virginia. Virginia police say they were investigating a man who fired a flare gun dozens of times from the home. A short time after they arrived at the house, authorities said they heard shots fired from inside, and then things took a turn. Wow, CNN's Gabe Cohen is in Arlington, Virginia. Gabe, what's the latest from there? So, John, I spoke with Arlington police just a little while ago. They still are not confirming whether or not the man who was inside that home, uh, believed to be inside the home when it exploded, survived. Uh, okay, I'm going to stop okay. you right there. Uh, <laughs> okay. He didn't. <laughs> he did not make it. Uh, and this uh, is breaking in the last hour or so. Police have confirmed that James Yu was the man involved in the Arlington, Virginia explosion and is dead. Investigators reportedly found human remains in the wreckage this afternoon. I'm not surprised. Um, you appeared to be mentally unwell, according to online posts, where he suggested that people have been following him since the 1990s, and I don't mean following on social. He thought people were actually physically following him. Huh. He also allegedly filmed his neighbors coming and going from their homes and thought they were stalking him. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. This what, guy needed to get on. I don't medication. know. I don't know what you do with something like that because then Scott, anyone will tell you if if you have a family member that has these paranoid thoughts, mm -hmm. and then it escalates to this point when all of the SWAT trucks show up. Guess what? Now he really knows he's being followed. Now they think they're really being followed, and look, mm -hmm. the government's out to get me. Well, the government was out to get him because he was shooting a flare gun out of his house at people. Do, do, do we have any idea? as to what caused the explosion. Did he turn on the gas? There, there were shots fired. You can hear that. If you go back and watch the video, you can hear the shots fired, and then it appears he shoots some kind of flare gun, and then it goes kaboom. Outside of that, I don't know. Yeah, they reported that he was shooting a flare gun throughout the day. He was also shooting rounds from a pistol. Uh, considering the size of the flames coming from the property post-explosion, yeah. I can't imagine it's anything but gas buildup. It looks like gas, yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean to say that there were other explosives sure. in there well, as well. I'll, I'll say this, because uh, these uh, the authorities were approaching the house to serve a warrant on him. Thank God they weren't hurt. It is. Because that explosion. It, it is actually miraculous what, what, that what, none of the ATF guys were hurt. Where was that? Remember the last time we talked about a house exploding? I mean, coming completely off its foundation I'm trying to remember what town that was Remember, in. Scott, there was one person inside the home, and two people were just out on a nice day walk. Two yeah. people just walking by at the exact wrong time in the exact moment of time mm -hmm. were killed when that house exploded. Yeah. And that was a gas explosion, but I think there was— I think that was like, also on the East Coast. A crew yeah. working on the gas line at the time. Okay. Well, we had serves. two gas explosions in the metro. Already? In recent months, I mean, they didn't blow the house off the foundation, oh, but there okay. was the one out in Blue Springs, I think, okay. or something like that. Because this explosion is incredible. What do you do when someone is living next to you, filming you, and they think you are following them? I mean, it's not like you can call 911 with that. That isn't a, um, it's not really a police matter. I mean, it, no, it's a this it's a mental became health issue. a police matter. Oh, for sure, yeah. It's a mental health issue. I bet if you asked his family, they would tell you he was in dire need of services 
long before it came to this conclusion. And, and for whatever reason, we couldn't provide him. He wouldn't accept them. That's a big part of it, I think, um, for, for a lot of patients. Oh, sure. I, and I have no idea. Um, if, if I had a crazy neighbor, and, 56 years old, by the way. That's too bad. That's too bad. Uh, they have not released a cause. This just in uh, from one of the reporters there. But the fire department says that the gas service was turned off before the explosion occurred last night. His social media post, by the way, consisted of anti-white, anti-American rhetoric. Okay. His accounts have since been taken down. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798-586-7798. We have extended coats for kids if you can help. We were way low on this year's target. Uh, We've kept it going uh, for at least a a couple more weeks, I think, Uh, if if you can help, because there is such a need, and we think the warmer weather really impacted uh, the way the giving went this year. Uh, Please go to KMBZ. Dot com. Click on the Coats for Kids logo, and that'll take you to a safe and secured website where you can make your contribution if you would be so kind. Coats for Kids is a wonderful program. We've been doing it for 20 years here at the radio station, and we use this money, all of it, every penny, to buy new coats for children in need who here in Kansas City who, for whatever reason, don't have a winter coat. Coats for Kids, KMBZ.com. Even if the movie's not completely accurate, I still like it. It's a good movie, but man, things have gotten nasty with the family from the movie The Blind Side. Here's the latest from ABC News. The Tuies, the family at the center of the hit 2009 film The Blind Side and the 2006 book on which the film was based, are now accusing Michael Orr, the man whom they say they treated like a son, of threatening to extort them if they didn't pay him millions. In court documents filed yesterday, Sean and Leanne Tuohy in Shelby County Court in Tennessee, um, in one message allegedly from Orr, he calls the the couple thieves, while in another he says, I was robbed of 50 million plus. 10 million is my final offer. Further text messages allegedly from Michael Orr read, if something isn't resolved this Friday... I'm going to go ahead and tell the world how I was robbed by my supposed-to-be parents. That's the deadline. Think how it will look when this comes out. Then, golly, there are a lot of texts. Never write that stuff down. Uh, Or (laughs) Phone calls, people. Phone calls. Or allegedly increased the monetary amount he was demanding from the Tuohys in another text, which read, it was $10 Now I want 15 after taxes. Wow. Okay, let's come back to Kansas City here for a little while. There is a man claiming he is innocent in the 1997 murder of a Kansas City teen. And the folks who work on innocence cases say it all has to do with a recording And the difference between the word should and shouldn't. Mm, Okay. Okay. 
a recently reviewed recording between a man who has been in prison for more than two decades and the key witness in his murder trial should help exonerate him, according to his legal team, arguing for him in a motion filed Tuesday. They filed the 139-page motion in the Missouri Court of Appeals for Byron Case, 45 years old, of Kansas City, found guilty in the 1997 murder of his friend Anastasia Whitbulls-Fugan. She was 18. Her body was found in a cemetery in between Kansas City and Independence. He was arrested in June of 2001, convicted about a year later. But listen to this. The integrity unit at the prosecutor's office declined to review the case. Then the innocence folks got involved, and they say this case comes down to whether you believe he says should on a recording or shouldn't. And I got to be honest, Scott, how many times do you and I sit here in front of these very microphones Mm -hmm. and someone misunderstands or mishears what we're saying? Weekly. All the time. So the thought that some man could be thrown away in prison for decades over whether or not he said should or shouldn't. I think we'll make a lot of people uncomfortable, okay? So Case's conviction was based on testimony from his ex-girlfriend and a phone recording she made in June of 2001. They allege the recording was made at the direction of the former Jackson County assistant prosecutor, okay? Mm -hmm. In the transcript of the call, I'm going to tell you what Moffitt says or doesn't say, whatever you believe. And this is his girlfriend, This is the transcript. She says to him, and keep in mind, the prosecutors are telling her, record this conversation. She says, okay. Mm -hmm. In the transcript of the call, the girl says, I mean, if you could seriously explain to me as to why you actually felt the need to kill her, then that would really help me feel better about the whole blanking thing. I mean, was there seriously any reason to all this? At trial, prosecutors said Case replied by saying, we shouldn't talk about this. And that was presented as an admission of guilt. What? Prosecutors also provided the jurors with a transcript of the phone conversation. And in the transcript, it is typed out, we shouldn't talk about this. However, his attorneys say what Case actually said, if you go back and listen, was we should talk about this. They've obtained a clearer recording from the sheriff's office. Well, how would whether they say in the second recording, he answers twice. We should talk about this. We should talk about this. But but whether he said we shouldn't talk about this, uh, a I'm in jail and I think I'm going to get in trouble or I'm about to go to jail and uh, they're trying to nab me for this murder or we should talk about this. Why would it matter? Because you're saying most people would go, what are you talking about? I didn't kill anybody. If somebody was trying, was pressing me for information on why I killed someone. That you did not kill. I would say, what are you talking about? I didn't kill her. I'm innocent. I didn't do it. It wouldn't be, we should talk about this. No, I'm going on trial for my life. I would not do well in jail. No. No, no. Yeah, but the same guy who said aggressively over and over and over again that he didn't kill his wife and son is now facing... Fair point. 20 to however many years he got. You're talking about what's-his-face down in South Carolina? I can't even remember his name now. Oh, Alec Murdoch. Murdoch. I... We will follow this 
for all of you listening because there's got to be more to it than just that line. Now, I don't know whether he says we shouldn't or we should. And I don't even know if it changes the meaning. Ooh. But why is that enough evidence to tra- convict yeah, someone of murder? If a transcript was handed to me as a Fair. if a transcript was handed to me typed out as a juror and it says in the transcript we shouldn't talk about this. It's typed out that way. Mm-hmm. That screams of guilt to me. We shouldn't talk about this. We should talk about this. That that could be interpreted a variety of different ways, could it not? Well, yes, and so we should and we shouldn't could be interpreted in any number of ways. Um, but He didn't say we should talk about this later when no one's listening. We should talk about this carefully because I'm not going to talk about my guilt. He just said we should talk about this. Or he said we shouldn't. How is that enough this. to put someone in prison? Uh, <laughs> Dana, I, I'm always miffed. Uh, when we get these cases, and 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 maybe Sean O'Brien gets most of them right, or maybe all of them right. I don't know what his win loss record is on this innocence project that he runs. Um, but I'm always at a loss when I see the the sometimes extremely flimsy evidence that is used to send someone into an eight by eleven cell for the rest of their life. I, I, I'm like, what? It, please tell me, as we follow this case, no pun intended on the defendant's last name, as we follow this case, please tell me there's some physical evidence. Please tell me there are other recordings where he admits to it. I would not agree with that statement. In fact, the forensic evidence, according to the Kansas City Star article, tends to prove his innocence, not his guilt. So there is no physical evidence. There were, there were multiple actors involved, and one of the other actors went to authorities and said, I think he killed her. Well. <laughs> he has now spent five more years behind bars than he did as a free man. Hmm. It has to be more than that. Yes. It has to be more than that. But but if it is not. Show me a fingerprint on the gun. Show You know, jurors want something. to see physical evidence. And I, I think he deserves another shot at a trial if there is any question what was said during a recording that prosecutors at the time put that woman up to. And the prosecutor that we're talking about, by the way, has had a horrible history with wrongful conviction cases. This would not be the first. Do, tell me during the break. Yeah. I, I think I know the name. Nine one three five eight six. Seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight here on Dana and Parks. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. 
Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Doesn't change anything. It's not going to make you feel any better. But if it does allow you the opportunity to say, I knew it. NBC Sports Rules Analyst Terry McCauley has taken a look at the final few minutes of the Chiefs game on Sunday night. This is Terry McCauley's the NBC Sports Rules Analyst. And on both plays, he says blatant pass interference. Oh, the sports analysts during the game were saying that. Mm -hmm. But you can't challenge a pass interference or a not pass interference call. That is correct. Dumb. Or or they would be doing that all day long. True. And 20 times on Sunday, correct? I mean, why That's why they don't allow it? Well, I mean, they could allow one or two, you know, throw your red flag. If you're wrong, you lose a timeout. I guess that's fair. Yeah. I mean, there's already a limit to challenge calls. You know, but then we wouldn't have enough flags for the last five minutes of that game. Thank you. The refs apparently didn't either. Uh, A Canadian man stole more than $109,000 by using sleight of hand and other ruses. Yes. To trick cashiers into handing him cash in 11 states, including Missouri, by the way. You mean he wasn't a smooth talker? Wow, Sam. No, this is the guy that goes into Walmarts and says, hey, we're doing this thing. Can you hand me a stack of 100s and let me show you this trick? We're looking for certain serial numbers because we collect them. And then when the cashier is like, yeah, here's a stack of 100s, he somehow does his magic trick thing and puts a bunch of the hundreds up his sleeves and no one sees it. Uh, he was in Missouri, came to Missouri in March on a visitor visa, uh, traveled to stores in 11 states and tricked cashiers into handing him money. Quoting here from prosecutors, he sometimes claimed that he and his family collected $100 bills and would ask the cashier to show him those from the cash register so he could examine them. (laughs) He then would surreptitiously place some of the bills into his sleeve or pocket. The man traveled to a Walmart in St. Peter's, Missouri, where he made off with $2,400, a a store in Granite City, Illinois, stealing $6,900, a Walmart in Arnold, Missouri, where he got $5,000. Wait, follow me here. To sleight of hand, $6,900 from one Walmart. How big were the stacks that these clerks were going, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Here, Mm -hmm. here are several big stacks of 100s. And then he pulls his magic trick voodoo on these people and walks out. So at a minimum, they would have had to have handed him $6,900 bills. Yes. And then it wouldn't be sleight of hand because he wouldn't give any back. So they had to give him more than $6,900 bills. Something tells me that this was not a single incident situation. He was preying on the downtrodden Walmart employee. He and in, I bet you Sam, he was smooth talking. In six months, he traveled to stores in 11 states and almost every single cashier fell for it. Uh, oh. if, if we are collectively that dumb, I don't even know that you charge him. 
<laughs> I did plead guilty to wire fraud and interstate <laughs> transportation of stolen okay. property. Well, 69 $100 bills of stolen property. Well, and, and he would wire them back to his bank in Canada. He's scheduled to be sentenced March 1st. I, look, I, I would love to talk about this with Todd Lemansky, the oh, magician. Yeah. yeah. It's not that it's hard if you practice to do sleight of hand well, even though I would not be able to do it. I think if you practice and practice and practice, you could get pretty good at it. Not as good as Todd is at it, but you could get pretty good at it. You would still have to find a cashier willing to hand over stacks of hundreds, and I don't understand how he did that 11 times. Not even 11 times, pardon me. In 11 states, multiple times per state. This is not necessarily a new, air quotes, trick. I don't know why stores don't have a policy. We don't. Nobody collects $100 bills, don't hand them any well, money. It keeps them a lot of places, Scott. When you get a 100 you put it down a little secret slot. Mm-hmm. Or it's not just in your drawer. Do you know what I'm box, saying? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they have rules on how much you're allowed to keep in each drawer for when a thief comes every in. Every single retail place in the world then sent an email to all associates yes. after this saying, hey, this has never come up before because we couldn't imagine that anyone would be this gullible. But if someone comes in and asks you to show them random large stacks of $100 bills, don't do that. By the well, way, go ahead, Sam, please. And this guy had to, like I said, he's a sweet talker. This guy had to convince the guy behind the counter at the customer service counter to get the manager to open the safe. I used to cash oh, my checks. Oh, wait a minute. Do you think this wasn't just the, the cashiers at the, at the like, There's no way. aisle 12? There's no way a cashier is Because they wouldn't have a single $100 bill in their drawer. They're not allowed to. They have to drop it in that drop box, right? And so he went to the customer service counter, said to that person who's not a manager, Hey, my family collects $100 bills. Any chance I can look at a stack of these? That's not and then even the manager a believable ruse. That's I know. not even believable. I would say, what? I've had to wait upwards of 20 minutes back when I used to cash my checks at Walmart to get enough money to cash my check. Because they had to go get the, the Because they the had to go get bills. the manager who could then open the safe to get okay. the money out. So listen to this. This was a six-month campaign. <laughs> I don't have to say alleged because he pleaded guilty to it. Would you care to guess... How much money he was making a month with this little sleight of hand or, or per store? I, I, well, I don't know what I, it was different per store. They, they have everything from two thousand to seven thousand. All right, how much? He was making eighteen thousand one hundred sixty-six dollars a month on average. He was busy. So, how much is that per day? You ask. Well, Scott, good question. He was swiping. Through sleight of hand tricks, $605 a day. Okay. Every day. 600 a day starts to make more sense to me. If you go over and you say, can you just show me seven $100 bills? And but, then you look at it and then somehow you give back six, but then the cashier every single time would have to not notice that they're getting back but, fewer hundreds but, than they gave But him. he's not making $600 a day. In some stores, he's getting 7000 How? How? I don't know. But there's no way he's doing that in one run is what I'm saying. This had to have been over the course of multiple days. Oh, I see. But wouldn't they be on to him by that point? You would think so, but wouldn't they be smart enough not to open the safe and hand somebody a stack of $100 see, bills in the first place? Because, Sam, I don't know how big Granite City, Illinois is, <laughs> but I, get, I bet they've only got one Walmart. And he got 6900 from them. 
I don't know. Managers different days. I don't know. I don't know how big Arnold, Missouri is, but I'm almost positive they've only got one Walmart because I've never even heard of it. And he got fifty one hundred from them. There's no way that they handed him enough one hundred dollar bills that he got fifty one of them in his pocket. I was just going to say, you're right. You're right. Nothing about this makes sense. Nothing. He would then surreptitiously place some of the bills into his sleeve or pocket. But you mean to tell me at no time when he handed them back, did the cashier think this is a smaller stack than I handed you? I, I wish I understood sleight of hand. I, you know, we've been friends with Todd Lemansky for a decade. I think I, I met him on the plaza in 2013, if I'm not mistaken. And we have had him out at events and he's come to the studio. I, I know he's a sleight of hand uh, magician. And I have stared at that man's hands while he does his tricks. And I still can't figure it out. It, it is an unbelievable gift. Okay. Then what if this man had that same unbelievable gift, but instead of entertaining people and making an honest, decent living doing shows around the country, he just skipped from Walmart to Walmart and found the most gullible-looking customer service person. And the manager didn't think, wow, that four-inch stack of hundreds I, I gave you is I now only an inch understand. thick. Odd. By the way, Arnold and Granite City are both suburbs of St. Louis. Okay. And Grayson says they're fair-sized. So I don't know what that means. All right. I don't get it's it. Br- it's brilliant. Now you see all your hundreds? Now, now you, you don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Where do they go? <laughs> so funny. Put them in my little hat here and poof, they're gone. There's a rabbit. I wonder if he had a little wand with a white tip and a little top hat. Look over here. Look over here. Smoke comes out of the hat. Uh, We're going to do Terrible Joke Tuesday in a few minutes. I failed to mention that just a moment ago. Uh, If you want to play along, we love reading your terrible jokes on Terrible Joke Tuesday. Just remember, they have to be terrible but arable. There are kids in the car, so try to keep it clean. Dumber the better. Okay. Uh, go ahead and text in your terrible jokes to 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. We will do Terrible Joke Tuesday when we return here on Dana and Parks. Uh, it's one of our favorite times of the week. Hope it's yours. Terrible Joke Tuesday, and we will start with our youngest contribution. 1577 writes, this is from my 11-year-old. Hey, Sam. Uh, Yes, Scott. What do you call chess players bragging about games at Christmas? Uh, I don't know. Keep in mind, this is from an 11-year-old. Chess nuts boasting by an open fire. (laughs) Nice. Good one, kid. Real good. Uh, Hey, Scott. Uh, Dana, what's Did going you on? hear about the claustrophobic astronaut? No. A poor guy really needed some space. Okay. Hey, Dana. <clears throat> yes. What's Sam. the best present that you can give someone? What is the best present you can give someone? A broken drum. You can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dana. What? <laughs> Let me give you some advice for when we all get a little bit older. Uh, don't throw false teeth at your vehicle. Oh. You might dent your car. <laughs> <clears throat> nice. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, hey, Sam, why did the Cyclops close his school? Uh, I, I don't know why. He only had one pupil. 
Hey, Scott. Sam. What do you call a Christmas wreath made out of $100 bills? What? Aretha Franklin's. Dang it. I ah! had that one queued up. That was my next one. Hey, and I'm going to my, my favorite. From 6089. Hey, Sam. Uh, yes, Scott. I tell you, my charge card was denied at the sweater store? No. Yeah, they asked for my card again. <laughs> hey, hey get it. Card again? <laughs> yes, okay. I get it. Yes, Sam. Uh, also from 6089. Did I tell you that I'm taking steps to overcome my hiking addiction? No. Yeah, I'm not out of the woods yet. Hey, Scott. What? How do you think the unthinkable? <laughs> I love this one. How do you how do you think the unthinkable? With an iceberg. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's the punchline? How do you think the unthinkable? How? With an iceberg. <laughs> In that same vein, hey, Scott, did anybody ever tell you that Mike Tyson's a man of religion? No. Yeah, he'll punch you right in the face. Wow. In the face. Get it? T- took her a minute. Uh, hey, Sam. Uh, yes, Dana. Why did Mozart hate chickens? Uh, I don't know. Because when he asked them for their favorite composer, they said, Bok, Bok, Bok. <laughs> well, this is a cute one. Uh, what is a Christmas tree's favorite candy, Dana Wright? What is a Christmas tree's favorite candy? An ornament. Aw. I just thought that one was cute. Hey, Dana. Yes, Sam? What do you get when you drop a piano down a mine shaft? What, what do you get when you drop a piano down a mine shaft? A flat minor. <laughs> that wins. That one's got layers. That one wins. Uh, hey, Scott. Yes? How much does the heaviest skeleton weigh? I don't know. A skeleton. Hey, Scott. <laughs> Sam. What's a pirate's favorite musical you, instrument? You are literally stealing all of the jokes that I'm queuing up. Read faster. <laughs> what is a, a pirate's favorite musical instrument? I don't know. A guitar. <laughs> Fine. Are we going to pirate jokes? Because there was another one in here. Hey, Dana. Yes. Uh, from 8534. How do you save a dying pirate? I don't know. How do you save a dying pirate? CPR. <laughs> Hey, Sam. Uh, yes, Dana? What do clouds wear under their shorts? I don't know. Thunderpants? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sam, did I tell you my, my girlfriend asked me if I'd seen the dog bowl? Oh, my gosh, no. I, I said I wasn't aware that he could. <laughs> By the way, yeah, somebody just wrote in, y'all got some new ones this week, loving it. Uh, you guys were on fire today. That was a great, great, terrible joke, too. Um, Sam, how did the pirate get his Jolly Roger so cheaply? I don't know. How? He bought it on sale. <laughs> well, hey, Dana. What? <laughs> hey, Scott. Hey, Sam, what's up, man? Where do ye find a pirate who's lost his wooden leg? Sam, I don't know. Where do ye? Right where ye left him. <laughs> Quick break for the news here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at kmbz.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, Mom and Dad, will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.